you think you know what we're going to talk about. But unfortunately, I fell down a damn rabbit hole and I've not gotten out yet. <laughs> Knife bros. I literally googled Sebastian Stan hands. But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. Well, yeah, because like, usually in astrology, they would partner up air signs with fire signs. All right, you can, you can huggle. Time travel stories. and At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. Well, we should make it a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take German in school. I barely took, I took Spanish and I don't remember any of it. Three Fates Decide podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Three Fates Decide. I am one of your hosts, Liz, and I'm here with my hosts, Mary and Sam. Hello. Hey. Okay, so in this episode, we are going to talk a bit about phase four of the MCU. Um, I guess before we really start talking about it, um, just a disclaimer that um we want to do in the beginning um we're recording this episode in late august of 2021 and we have no idea at what point in time you guys are going to be listening to this episode so the stuff we're going to be talking about is based off of information we have available as of the day we are recording this so it's very possible by the time you listen to this episode more information may have been released via, you know, interviews with Kevin Feige or whoever else is involved in these titles. So please bear in mind that some of this information that we have may no longer be accurate or information we're missing has now been confirmed, you know, after this, so after we recorded this. So um, keeping that in mind, um, I guess... To begin the conversation, we'll just quickly go over the list of different movies and TV shows that Marvel has indicated will be part of Phase 4. Um, we're not going to dive too deeply into too many of these titles, again, because quite a few of these are um, scheduled to be um, at least a year or more in the future. So literally, we don't have much information than the title of the thing, and we're not going to dive too deep into some of the titles that are more than a year away from when we were recording this. So we're just going to cover titles that are we know for a fact are coming up um, in 2021 and the very beginning of 2022. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll revisit this particular topic, you know, a little bit. Uh, in the, in the future when we get more info you know as an update um okay so let's start off with doing a quick rundown what are the titles that they've announced all right so as of right now from the date of this uh recording the only movie from phase four that has come out is black widow and then you have shang chi and the legend of the ten rings the Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and The Fantastic Four. 
As of right now, the last movie to come out in 2021 will be Spider-Man No Way Home. And then Doctor Strange will be the first one to come out in 2022. Most of these, yeah, the, most of these are a mix of 2022 and 2023. And we don't know when Fantastic Four is coming out. <laughs> That's the only one that doesn't have a date as of right now. Yes. And actually, I'm looking at the, the wiki and it actually has... Uh, Another one that's kind of kind of uh, shocking is Blade will also be coming out at some point. A revamp of that movie of that uh, comic, and it's also to be announced. We don't know when it will be coming out. Uh, some the television series that will be coming out for Phase Four, we have WandaVision season one, which has been released. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier season one. Loki season one has been released. There is to be a season two, but it is to be announced still. What if season one, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, I Am Groot, and two and a television special, The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Most of these will be coming out in 2022. The last one to come out in 2021 will be Hawkeye. Um, as of this recording, Miss Marvel is now coming out in 2022. So in terms of discussion, um, considering, again, all we know for some of these titles is the fact that they are that they exist, they're planned, and there is some casting announcements for some of them. We don't know them, so... We're going to limit our discussion to the titles that we know are definitely coming out this year. And again, some of the stuff that are come, that's scheduled to come out in the beginning of 2022. Okay, so I guess the first one we'll talk about is Shang-Chi because that is scheduled to be released in sep on September 3rd. Looking at the uh, trailer, it I think it looks, you know, pretty awesome. Um, obviously having more of the the cultural history... Uh, especially like with this character and things like that, I think is going to be uh, nice to see. It's a little bit different. Obviously, um, we've had more of like the, the with Wakanda and the African culture. So now we have like the Asian culture. So it's nice to see Marvel is expanding um, to, to other cultures. Um, and it does look really, like I said, really good in... The, the trailer so i'm super excited for it same same here uh i really am hoping that marvel does this movie well they're it, i'm really hoping that they don't do a lot of the stereotypical quote-unquote asian tropes that come along that can come along with move with movies of asian origins i'm really hoping they do this well oh yeah yeah, 100%. Um, as uh, I'm sure some of you by now are aware of, like I have openly said that I am uh, Asian-American slash Chinese-American. So I, like many uh, other Asian-American people in this country, are both really excited about this, but at the same time a little cautious as well because, like Mary was saying, I just hope that the way they execute it's not just you know, quote unquote, the pretty visuals, which 
We know that, you know, because it's, it's a Hollywood production, it's Marvel, it's Disney, they have Disney money to throw at this thing. The visuals will, of course, be amazing. That is not the question. I just hope that in terms of the actual stories, the story writing, et cetera, that it's well executed and does not fall into stereotypes and tropes and actually reflects real people, despite the fact it's a superhero movie. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. And I can, I can assure you there's probably millions of other people like me are hoping the same. So, yeah. I guess if we have nothing else to add, then um, we can go to the next title. Okay. The Eternals. Yep, The Eternals. So, the trailers come out the other day, um, as of this recording. What do you guys think? Where the heck were they? <laughs> exactly. During Infinity War and Endgame. God damn it. I know that's that's the question that is on everybody's mind. I mean, you have these beings that are that have been on Earth for God knows how long. And you're telling me they have all these powers, but yet they did not lift a damn finger to help against Thanos? Yeah, they're like, oh, you got this. No, we did not have this. <laughs> They did not have this. <laughs> they barely no. had it the second time. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that is the question that needs to be answered. Where were you? Exactly. In fact, I'm pretty sure one of the clips in the trailer actually, <laughs> somebody did ask that. <laughs> like, where have you been? What have you been doing? Why have you not helped us? I mean, it's like, okay, as weak as it sounds, the excuse for Carol not showing up, you know, they at least, you know, it, it at least kind of sounds reasonable because if she's in a completely different galaxy or another part of the galaxy and she was not informed that shenanigans were happening on Earth, then, you know, it's very possible that she didn't know anything was happening until it was too late, which... That's what happened in Infinity War, but, you know, it's like, you guys are apparently on Earth this whole time. What What the heck? Exactly. I mean, I can see why why uh, why Captain Marvel, Car Carol Danvers, wasn't, why she didn't show up in uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, that, that, that one. That one there. <laughs> I, I, I drew a blank on the name of the movie for some damn reason. Ah. <sighs> But yeah, I can understand why she wasn't, because like you said, she was probably she could have very, very easily been in another part of the galaxy or in a whole other galaxy for all we know, and had uh -huh. no clue. Yeah, right. Until right. uh, till uh, Nick Fury, Fury. uh, sent the uh, beacon to her. Old fashioned beeper. Yep. Hey. <laughs> well, hey, listen, I know. Hey, that, um. that worked. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. But with Eternals, um, I, what I'm impressed with is the, the cast that they have. I mean, so many different, you know, huge names uh, coming out of the woodwork with this movie. So it, it should be, you know, really good and exciting. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, right. And, and just as amusing, just as an amusing, uh, uh, 
kind of a fandom crossover type of thing. Um, I'm also very excited about the notion that we're that we have Kit Harrington and Richard Madden in the same project together again. Because I am hoping that we will get some scenes where those two guys are actually interacting with each other and not just that they happen to be in a scene together. You know what I mean? Because all of you Game of Thrones fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm excited for this. I'm hoping we, we, we get like real interaction between them in, in this movie. That's all I'm saying. And, uh, I'm, I'm, and, you know, again, all you Game of Thrones fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And for uh, haven't watched the show yet, but you were maybe thinking about trying to catch up on this thing. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but yeah. <laughs> big things happen. That, that's all I'll say is big things happen. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if uh, we got nothing else on it, then we can move on to the next thing. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, that is scheduled to be released just before christmas just in time for the holiday season exciting but we have no idea what it's about um the only clues we got on what this is going to be about is based off the cast listing and the cast listing includes benedict cumberbatch and the villains in it are jamie fox and alfred molina so for those of you, of course, who are familiar with the Spider-Man movies, you will recognize uh, Jamie Foxx played uh, Electro, and Alfred Molina played Dr. Octopus, a.k.a. Doc Ock. But of course, the other thing to note is that uh, they were not villains in Tom Holland movies. They were the villains in the other Spider-Man movies. Dun-dun-dun! Yes. <laughs> yes, Alfred Molina was with Tobey Maguire, and Jamie Foxx was with uh, Andrew Garfield. Yes. So there is a strong possibility that both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield could be in this film. If what we are speculating, with Doctor Strange being there, and based off of what happened at the end of Loki, that this is the beginning of what happened after the multiverse was released. I think I heard a rumor that uh, Kirsten Dunst was uh, spotted on the on the set. Ooh, multiple at one, MJs. At one point. I, I could be wrong, because there was speculation they, they had wondered if, uh, is it Emma Stone? Mm-hmm. If Emma Stone would, would be reprising her role as well. I mean... Mm-hmm. I, I it's, it's complete speculation. It's just pure rumor as of this point because I don't know. I just I read it somewhere. So yep. I mean, we are not going to know anything until probably October, maybe. You know, as as the release yeah. date gets closer. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, literally all we know is the actors that we listed earlier in this uh, particular segment of our of this episode. Um, that's all we know are the people who are definitely this movie but any of the other actors we mentioned there's just speculation rumors suspicious pat pictures yep mm-hmm. definitely yeah who knows yeah so i don't know i mean yeah i mean i don't know maybe maybe in a couple of months possibly we will revisit this topic and see what new information has come out possibly yeah see what happens 
Yeah. It's a strong possibility as things unfold. Definitely. So I think we should move on to the uh, last confirmed. I mean, well, we know more, more confirmed to come out that will be coming out at the beginning of next year or not shouldn't say the beginning, but early next year is Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Right. And as far as uh, we know, um, WandaVision, Loki, and the Spider-Man movie are leading up to the Doctor Strange movie, which is, of course, titled Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Poor Doctor Strange. Yeah. He's got a lot of things to fix. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he's probably hitting his head up against a wall. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally reminded of that uh, meme that I've been seeing on Tumblr uh, where people like took that clip from uh, Immunity. <laughs> yep. And Doctor Strange is the dude that comes back with the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's on fire and yeah. Yeah, you have uh, Spider-Man, you got Wanda, you got Loki. They're all causing chaos and he just walks in and he's just like, I left, it was fine. What the hell happened? <laughs> it's all gone up. It's all gone up in flames. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, as you said, like uh, WandaVision, Loki, and Spider-Man all lead up into this. But the only confirmed out of those three that is definitely co-starring is um, Liz Olsen for Wanda. Yes. As far as I know, I haven't heard anything about Loki or... Um, Tom Hiddleston or Tom Holland being in this movie, at least not as of yet. Right. Like, there's no confirmation, but there are some uh, suspicious things that have uh, been circulating recently. I wouldn't be surprised to not see Tom Hiddleston's character, um, Loki, in Doctor Strange. I would be more surprised to not see Tom Holland, uh, Spider-Man. In there somehow, even if it's just a flashback. Right, or like a cameo, because literally right. Benedict Cumberbatch was in the Spider-Man movies. Exactly, so, so it, it would really surprise me to not see him. I wouldn't be surprised to not see Tom Hiddleston. Actually, it would be pretty funny if Tom Hiddleston showed up in like, you know, an end credits scene. That Actually. would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be cool. But it, it's, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't either, you know what I mean? Right. Because he's, because he, where he's at is like, I'm not even sure that he's, he's even in the same universe or multiverse or wherever the hell he's been that he is at right now. Is anywhere near Dr. Strange's universe. Yeah. I mean, weeks after Loki season one has ended, we're still trying to digest what the hell happened. Basically. <laughs> so just... many things to unpack. I I'm still confused. I sit and I watched it. I'm like, this was good. But what the hell happened? <laughs> you left more questions unanswered than you answered. Yep. Um, the other thing with the Doctor Strange movie I'm very intrigued by is that officially the villain of the movie is uh, Carl Mordo, who was 
previously an ally in the first Doctor Strange movie, but of course, by the end of the movie, we see that he's starting to turn to the dark side, and he kind of disappeared for a while, and apparently he's coming back, and he will be the villain. But the interesting thing is, from what I'm reading here on, you know, for those of you listening in, um, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and they mention in the very short premise section on um, in the entry, Dr. Stephen Strange's continuing research on the Time Stone is hindered by a friend-turned-enemy, resulting in Strange unleashing unspeakable evil. Well, we can assume that that first part is referring to Mordo, but the unspeakable evil... <laughs> That's the mystery. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we have to wait and see. March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. I'm sure, that, God willing. I'm sure some of you uh, who happen to be comic book fans listening to this episode, you may be screaming at us, like telling us, "I know who it is. I know who they're talking about," and you can't tell us right now because we're recording this and we're not live. Talking to you. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I guess, like, one last thing to mention. Um, I find it really fascinating. The uh, Another character that's going to get introduced in this movie is America Chavez. Which I'm very curious how she's going to fit into all this, number one. And number two, it just leads up to uh, a, a more evidence of a fan theory that's been going around for, for a while now. That... Um, Marvel is planning to introduce the Young Avengers at some point down the road. Because she happens to be one of the characters that is on that team. And um, we were introduced to Billy and Tommy in WandaVision. And uh, versions of them in the comics are members of Young Avengers. And um, Isaiah Bradley's uh, grandson in Falcon and the Winter Soldier... Again, he is a member of the Young Avengers in the comics, so, you know, some of these puzzle pieces are starting to uh, lead to certain directions here. Yep. Um, all right. So, we're not going to talk about uh, the other films that we had mentioned, even though there are films that are already set to, to um, be released in 2022 and, you know, have completed filming and all that stuff, but... Um, you know, just to real quick, the other movies that I'll just name them that are coming out in 2022, Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and The Marvels. So those are the other three movies that are coming out in 2022. The rest of them are 2023, but we're not going to dig into those uh, maybe in a further episode as we get a little you know, closer, get some more information and stuff like that, as we mentioned before. Okay. Um, uh, I guess we'll switch over to the TV side. Um, so we already, so as of this recording, the current TV show airing on Disney Plus is What If. So the next series after that is Hawkeye. So what do you guys think um, based on off of the limited information we've got on that one? Um, you know, again, it, it almost seems like, as you mentioned before, 
it's like uh, he's passing the torch uh, to to somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of see what happens now with Clint Barton. Is he gone? You know, is is uh, Jeremy Renner done with Marvel after this? Like that that's something that I think a lot of people are wondering. Um, so, you know, kind of interested to see what happens with that. And then, um, you know, the only other thing uh, that I know is that the at the end, the actually the credit was it the credit scene in Black Black Widow, where uh, Yelena basically was told that Hawkeye is the reason why Black Widow died, um, and that's going to be part of this series. Uh, right, because that, that'll be interested. Right, because uh, Florence Pugh, who plays Yelena, she's uh, listed as one of the characters in Hawkeye. So, presumably, we're gonna see what happens after she was told this guy is responsible for your sister being dead. Yeah, and I'm and I'm interested to see how if they're going to dive into um how clint feels after all of the killings that he did uh you know after infinity war before he was he came back to the avengers so yeah his time is ronin that yeah. that's what i'm i'm really hoping that they dive into that at some point in the series because I think that's a, I think it's been a source of contention for a lot of people is we they didn't they glossed over his time as Ronan. They 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 showed a little bit of it, but other than that that was it. It's like Natasha found him, brought him back and that was it. Yeah, you kind of heard of it. You heard about it from Rody and then uh you saw it before uh natasha found him but yeah they didn't really dive deep into it and you know he he killed a lot so yeah yeah i mean it now kind of makes me wonder if some of the killings he did may have pissed off other people or may have been interfering with other people and that's the reason why Yelena was basically sent to deal with him. Because why would you tell somebody that, oh, by the way, this guy is, res- is the reason why your sister's dead? I mean, why would you do that? Especially when the truth is that's not what really happened. Yeah, I wonder... Uh, now, again, I know when we were talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier... That uh, that character parent is, and again, I didn't read the comics, but is associated with Hydra's, like Miss Hydra or something like that. So, um, I don't know if she's just going to start manipulating every, you know, like if are we going to start seeing her kind of everywhere because she's going to want to manipulate the Avengers or or what? And this is just kind of like the first, for the, I guess technically the second step because we know she also has U.S. Agent in her back pocket. Uh, so, you know, I guess we'll have to see what comes of that. 
than that character. Yep. Right. Um, actually, you know what? What's really interesting, this is just one minor last point. I'm kind of curious how this other character fits in. So another character that's going to be introduced in Hawkeye is um, a character called Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo, and she's a deaf Native American character who may or may not have powers. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar with this character, but that's kind of intriguing. <laughs> yeah, because actually, in I do know in the comics that um, Clint Barton is deaf. Yes. Yeah, yeah I've heard about that. Um, it's just in, like um, it never really came up in the MCU, though. I know, and I'm really sad that they didn't, because that was a big part of his identity. I, I, I'm going to be truthful here, and you all can laugh at me. I learned about that through fan fiction. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I'm like, why do they keep like saying that like Clinton's is deaf or partially deaf and that he has hearing aids? Like, I don't understand. And I like researched it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. In the in the okay. comic, he's actually deaf. Yeah, that's why his eyesight's so good. You know what? Um, the whole the the issue with his deafness, like, um, my knowledge of it is slightly different from yours like it's more like fan fiction that mentions it kind of reminded me of this fact because um uh actually like before we start doing this show all together i am one of those people who really listens to a lot of podcasts and one of the shows i listen to is uh comic geek speak which is a very big comic book oriented podcast which some of you guys listening to the show may have heard of um at this point so i think you know as you know in, in amongst the hundreds of episodes they've done of their show um little details like that may have come up in their conversations that i may have you know subconsciously picked up on because when i read fanfics where they mentioned it i was like why does this ring a bell <laughs> <laughs> no. you know like these little these little details you don't think about but you know if sometimes like you know they somehow stick in your head and you're like why does it sound familiar right <laughs> uh um all right and then anything else that we want to add for hawkeye um nothing i can think of it looks um as of right now it will be released november 24th so right around Thanksgiving, so in case you wanted to know that. And then uh, the last one that we're going to talk about is Miss Marvel, which as of right now, they're just stating that the release is going to be late 2021. So there is a possibility that it will get pushed to early 2022 at this point. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's Miss Marvel. Yeah, well, of course, I mean, when I was looking at the... Uh, Marvel Cinematic. Oh, that's right. You did mention that before. Yeah, Sorry. it's actually yeah. been pushed to 2022. The first season will premiere in early 2022 and consist of six episodes. The season ties in with the movie, The Marvels, that is also coming out in 2022. Right. Um, marveled up. And uh, for anybody who is a little confused, um, The Marvels is apparently the official title of basically Captain Marvel 2. 
that, you know, we heard a while ago was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And, well, I guess they finally decide on the actual title. So. Right. Um, Which actually makes sense because if they actually have, um, since this show is a basically a tie-in to it, that's why it's named The Marvels. Because we'll have Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, this, I guess uh, the series yeah. the series looks interesting, right? It does. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, yeah, yeah. From what I can see, um, it's about a 16 year old Muslim Pakistani American from Jersey City. What up, Jersey? Um, who writes like fan fiction about Captain? Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> which you know we we all know something about. Um. <laughs> But mostly about Captain Marvel, and it doesn't explain obviously how. So obviously we'll find out in the show. But she gains shape shifting powers. So like she's writing fan fiction about a superhero and then becomes one herself. Very interesting. All of us fan fiction writers are going to be like, "Ooh, me next!" Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I need the powers. I need the powers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how great is it that like we have. Um, a lead character, a new superhero character who is a teenage girl who happens to be Muslim. I mean, yeah. how, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, like I that. said before, I mean, we, we've we dipped into obviously the African culture with Black Panther and Wakanda, and then with uh, Shang-Chi, you're going to have like the Asian culture, and now we're getting into the Muslim culture. Like, I'm so glad that like Marvel is expanding to all these other cultures to allow other people to see someone like them become a superhero. You know, it's not just, you know, white males with blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the fact that she's a teenager, you know, because aside from Peter, there's not too many other important teenage characters in the MCU. So that's also pretty cool. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's from Jersey. I mean, that's pretty cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I guess the other interesting thing that I'm curious about, like, you, you kind of mentioned this before, Sam, um, is how does she get her powers? Because now I'm sure some of you listening to this who are comic book fans will undoubtedly correct us later <laughs> if I got this wrong. But from my understanding in the comics, uh Ms. Marvel, whose real name is Kamala Khan. Uh my understanding is that she's inhuman and that is how she ends up with her powers is basically she's inhuman. So I'm gonna be very intrigued how they explain how she gets her powers because from my understanding they already indic like Feige already said in another interview that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and some of the other TV shows that are not, you know, being aired on Disney+, Plus, like, those other shows are basically not considered canon um, MCU, I guess. So the concept of Inhumans is a huge thing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So if that's not considered part of the MCU really anymore, then... Uh, 
they would either have to introduce Inhumans through Ms. Marvel or they came up with some other alternative explanation as to where she got her powers from. So I'm 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 interested in what are the answers to this question I have. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I guess if they were going to deviate from the inhuman origin, they could be sticking with the theme of uh I got exposed to weird space radiation. <laughs> it's always a classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Or I got bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> Some sort of contamination. Something happened. Usually, uh, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, my guess would be this whole, you know, space radiation thing, because um, we're not going to dive too deep into this because we don't have a ton of information. But since Ms. Marvel, uh, Kamala, is... is uh, connected to the upcoming, you know, Captain Marvel movie that we we mentioned earlier. Literally the only information they've revealed about this movie is the fact that uh Brie Larson is in it, of course. They confirmed that Tiana Paris who played Monica in uh WandaVision, she's going to be in it. And they confirmed of course the young actress who is playing Kamala Khan is in it, hence the Marvels and all we know is that with Carol and Monica, the one thing they have in common is that they basically got their powers via weird space radiation. <laughs> so three <laughs> times the three times the charm, I guess. I guess the holy holy trinity. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Can you re- but can you really technically say that uh, Tiana Parrish got her Monica Rambeau got her powers from space radiation? She got That's her true. powers. It was Wanda. Wanda. Wanda gave her her powers basically. Um, I mean the way they just dis- now the only reason why I know this was because I recently was rewatching WandaVision, but. My understanding was the way they describe that energy field. Now, even though it ultimately came from Wanda, the thing was that when Darcy was, you know, studying it um, uh, in the flashback episode, um, I think it was number four, she described it as basically like um, space rate it, it the, you know the layman's term for it is basically space radiation like it's uh a type of radiation that uh actual physicists um have said is basically a leftover energy from the big bang and it's just natural radiation that floats in space that you know actual astrophysicists can detect with their equipment so yeah so darcy was able to recognize that energy, like what what type of energy it was with her equipment, but as to why there's there was this concentration of it around Westview was the bit was one of the mysteries. So, so technically, it is a type of weird space radiation. So, I mean, you you could kind of argue that Wanda got her powers from Mindstone, 
which is from space. So, you know, yeah. here's your space radiation. <laughs> and hey, what's Wanda's more, full uh, of space radiation. And, you know, what's the space stone? I mean, it's like concentrated weird space radiation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, it's just the, it's the ultra simplified uh, <laughs> term for it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, I guess uh if we have nothing else to add, um then then yeah, I mean that's that that's pretty much as far as we're gonna go in terms of discussing the upcoming titles. Um like again, like I mentioned earlier, um we will very likely revisit this topic, you know, maybe another couple months or so, you know, uh when hopefully more information comes out about the other titles and you know some of these titles that we already talked about have been released already so um yeah uh any other thoughts in general expectations hopes i mean i'm excited to definitely see what's what's coming um get some some answers to some very important questions uh as we talked about before um and then, you know, I'm kind of wanting to see, and obviously we're not going to have uh, an Avengers movie, but, you know, it's all like these separate movies, which I think is interesting. This is going to be the first phase where, is it, where there's not an Avengers movie, where they all come together, at least not, as of right now. Right, right. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm also a little surprised about that now that you pointed that out. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's it's it feels kind of weird too. Because I mean, based off of the titles, especially with the movies, you have enough characters, including the new characters being introduced to, in essence, create uh, some type of Avengers type of movie. So that's a little surprising, I have to admit. And I mean, doesn't mean that it can't get announced. It's just as of today, in August, it has not announced. The only other movie that I know of that has been announced that's not on this list is Cap 4. Captain America right. 4, which I believe is also going to be part of Phase 4. So, um, yeah, but they're still working on obviously casting the only casting that's been announced is anthony mackie which makes sense since he is now captain america spoiler right. if you haven't watched falcon and the winter soldier yet but <laughs> yeah if you haven't seen it by now uh sorry not sorry sorry to break it to you <laughs> shocking spoiler alert oh i know <laughs> i did spoilers but yeah, as far as I know, that's the only movie that we didn't actually mention at the beginning that um, is also coming out. But that was literally just announced not that long ago. So it makes sense why it wasn't on our lovely list here. But yeah. there, there's an addition for you. Out, is it coming out in phase four or will it be phase five? Well, that's the question. I, I'm, that I'm not sure if it's part of four or five. So that could be why it's also not on this list. So we'll have to wait and see. 
Right, because on this list, um, they include a Fantastic Four, and they're not even pretending to suggest when that movie is coming out. So, <laughs> like, literally, it says TBA, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. All we know is that it is a thing. And uh, as of right now, the director assigned to it is John Watts, and that's literally all we know. So we know nothing. Yeah, my question about that is why, again, how many times do we have to try and make these Fantastic Four movies? I'm just saying. I don't know. Marvel. I, I Kevin. Keep that, I keep saying that about the Batman movies. That, yeah. And Superman. I just... And, and Spider-Man. But yes. at least now it's like Spider-Man is interlocked with the rest of the MCU because the other Spider-Man movies were not part of the MCU. So like this right. time, like I kind of get it. Uh, but yeah, yeah no. But Batman, I mean, like, it's the same, really. same crap, different actor. Superman, mm-hmm. same thing, same crap, different actor. Uh, and, and now we're going to Fantastic Four, same crap, different actors. Mm-hmm. So... You know, you can only tell the same story so many times. Exactly. Though I grew up with the original Superman. Well, no, I shouldn't say the original Superman, but for me is the penultimate Superman. Uh, Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. For me, he will always be Superman. 100%. I'm with exactly. you. And this bump. Yep, exactly. And don't get me wrong. I loved christian bale's portrayal of batman but for me it will always be michael keaton yes 100 <laughs> percent. i'm so i don't even care that those batman movies are a um oh what's his name the director christopher nolan no no the michael keaton ones oh i don't remember now Burton. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. I don't even care that they were Tim Burton films. They were freaking awesome. They the were. The two that he was in. Yes. So I'm with you 100%. Christopher yeah. Reeves, Michael Keaton, signed, sealed, delivered, no more. Yes. Though um, I will have to say, as much as I love Jack Nicholson as Joker, Keith I, Ledger. Think, I think Keith Ledger, uh, Beats him out on that one. So I have to give props to Christopher Nolan, the director of of at least the second Batman. Yeah. Well, that uh, he was a different type of Joker also. Exactly. They played the role two different ways. Exactly. Um, But Danny DeVito will always be Penguin. (laughs) Yes. Always. (laughs) Oh, God. Yes. Um... (laughs) Oh yeah, so I'm hoping that they do something different with this Fantastic Four, that it's not just like a repeat or a three-peat, I should say. Um, yeah. So I, I I still love, even though he's Captain America, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm was freaking awesome. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yes. I tried to watch the reboot of the Fantastic Four, and I like my Miles Teller, but it was... Not good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even watch it. I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't watch finish it. it. I couldn't even finish the movie. Mm. That should tell you something. 
<laughs> it was just bad. It, it was. It was just bad all over. You know, so, I, yeah. I'm very cautiously optimistic about the Fantastic Four. Though I am interested to see what they're going to do with the Blade. The Wesley Snipes will always be Blade to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, all I can say about Fantastic Four is I'm hoping that they're going to do basically what they did with Spider-Man, where they just skip the whole origin story thing and just dive into it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what? For all we know, they may take advantage of the whole multiverse shenanigans that, that's going on and somehow pluck uh, the Fantastic Four from another universe. Oh my god, could you imagine if Chris Evans came back as Johnny Storm? Oh my I'd be god. so excited. He'll be like trapped in I mean, it would be exciting, but at the same time, I'll be like, oh my god, he's trapped in another continent. Yeah. And if yeah. any any other superhero just happens to like cross over into the Fantastic Four, they'd be like, wow, you look just like Captain America. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, who? <laughs> what? Captain who? Uh, that, would, that would be that would be awesome. I would love to see Ian Griffith um, come back as uh, Reed Richards. Yeah, he was good. He was really good. Of course, I kind of I, I mean I, I fell in love with his acting when he played uh, Lancelot in King Arthur. <laughs> oh God! I'm a Clive Owen fan though, so I was like, okay, you're you're King Arthur. Hi. Okay. Um. I guess uh, just a couple of uh, uh, house cleaning things uh, we want to cover before we uh, sign off. Um, So we now have an email address for you guys to send in comments, uh, questions, and hey, maybe you guys have uh, suggestions for future episodes. Um, If we didn't already think of the idea, then we would totally be happy with uh, suggestions you may have for uh, topics we could talk about. So the email address you can contact us at is threefatesdecide at gmail.com all in one word. It's basically the title of our show all in one word at gmail.com Yes. And we also now have an Instagram as well. Woohoo. And it's it is three fates decide. It's all one word, all lowercase. And you can find us on Instagram now. And whether you're doing the email or Instagram, three is spelled out. It's not the number three. Yes. It's T H R E E, in case you can't spell it, which you know, no qualms or anything, just helping you out. Right. So I will be adding those links to uh the uh descriptions on uh, our podcast page so in case uh you want us to uh you you want to see it visually written out to help you along then um i will definitely uh write that out on there as well so yes and you'll be able and on our instagram i ha- there is a link to the actual podomatic uh where you can find the podcast and to our email address as well it's there yep I mean, really, it, it would be awesome if uh, some of you listeners uh, send us a message and, hey, you know, we, we appreciate any uh, useful feedback. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. And see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide.